This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. One eighty degrees on I am youth. Luane on one eighty degrees. Shauna on one eighty degrees. One eighty degrees with Zoe George. One eighty degrees on Radio K Pulpit, seven to nine AM. Hey guys, welcome back to another broadcast of 180 Degrees. It's a new week and I'm still trying to convince myself that Mondays yes. are the best day of the week. So how's that going? Are you any further towards being there? I feel like I've taken a step forward and I was like, I woke up this morning and I'm like, it's Monday. Yes. And then I was like, oh, it's Monday. But oh, no, it's Monday. you yes. got to talk yourself into it. So yes, it is working slowly and steadily, but I will keep you guys appraised of how quickly I work through this. <laughs> well, as we are in the month of love, maybe you'll fall in love with Mondays too. Ooh. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. I forgot that it's the month of love. It's Valentine's Day in two weeks. Two weeks? Yes. So soon. Yes. Wow. What an 11 days, actually less than two weeks. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. So, on that glorious note, tonight we've got such fun things happening, but we'll be telling you about it a little bit later. First, we need to kick things off on the right note, and the right note will be played by the Planet Shakers, Alive Again. And wow, that was such a rocking baseline. That was Alive Again by the Planet Shakers. I mean, we were dancing around the studio, weren't we? As we always do, but this one was a very danceable song. It was. Planet Shakers, Body Shakers, woohoo! Yes, every time they... I feel like their songs are just so high energy and very... Like, I really do appreciate and like them. That is the type of song that you need for your Mondays. It really is. It'll help you make Monday the best day of the week. Indeed, indeed. It'll help with that agenda. So, this evening, we've got so many fun things happening, so... We're trying to start a little bit of a thing here at 180 Degrees and trying to be responsible adults who make responsible good decisions because that's who we strive to be. So tonight we're doing another fun segment on finances. Yes, we make it fun. You will appreciate this and it's something we need to talk about more. Yes, so if you just groan, you're like, oh my goodness, why? You need to listen to this for exactly that reason. I don't like talking about finances. I don't like thinking about finances. Mm. I don't like doing finances. I'm scared of money. And there's just something in me that says Christians shouldn't focus on money. And mm. we just, you know, it's it's bad. We shouldn't yes. go near it. Which isn't a good attitude to have towards something that you could mm-hmm. use to better everyone around you. Like you could use it to, you know, yeah. perform God's will. Amen. And I don't know what else you could do. So we're going to find out a little bit more about that tonight. So please tune in around 20 past seven. If you have any fun stories about spending money on something that you probably shouldn't have, please send that through to <laughs> 0817291657. We do love laughing along with you. And maybe we can commiserate. Maybe Zoe and I can be like, oh, yes, we've done that before, haven't we? I feel like I have, but like I can't think of one at the moment. But I know I have done, I have not been done a good job with my money 
in like historically speaking so <laughs> maybe like even like this week <laughs> i haven't done a good job but we can talk about that at 20 plus so tune yes. in guys but before then we have got our usual groovy movie happy health tip and a good old bible quiz but first up we have got what's down in cape town cape town cape town cape town cape town cape town, cape town. what's down in cape town cape town all right, so like I mentioned earlier, we are in the month of love, but don't worry, guys. For those of you who may not have remembered or do not want to remember, I've kept all the love-related you know, events to a minimal. Next week, perhaps, I'll have a little bit more because, you know, I like to get in the spirit of these things. But it seems that a lot of the events we have are all for later on in the month. Not, not, a, lot of happening, not a lot is happening this week, so let's just start. Now, on the 17th of February, the Bioscope's World Art Cinema season, the Art Theatre will present the screening of Raymonda, as performed by Bolshoi Ballet. Whoa, that sounds classic. Yeah, it sounds like a very, like, interesting and very old very respected Artistic play piece. yes it says raymonda is a must-see of the bolshoi a work of living dance history if you'd like to see the show you can see it at the fugat theater on the corner of caledon and lower bytenkant street in cape town there'll be a show at 3 p.m and at 7 p.m and the price is 120 rand this is on the 17th of february then from the 4th to the 7th of from the 4th of February to the 7th of March, the play The Producers will be acted out at the Theatre on the Bay. The address. Ooh. You know that place? Yes, no, no. But I know I know someone who, who's doing the music production. Really? Yeah, Cape Town Vegan. Ooh, that's exciting. Goth someone. I don't know, but I follow him on, on Instagram. And he's actually, like, he puts up stories about it the whole time, about the rehearsals and, like, the preparation. So go follow Cape Town Vegan if you... Because he's, yes. like, he's actually a theatre teacher. Oh, wow. That's his day job. He's a vegan by night. <laughs> go Good follow him. Batman. It's really cool, yeah, if you want to go see some behind the scenes of the producers. That's Ooh. cool. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I'm gonna have to check him out. Let me let me finish this. Like I'm still just thinking about that. That's kind of exciting. I'm sorry, I'm like interrupting you, but like no, no, I know okay. someone famous. It's it's totally okay. <laughs> then the address of the theater on the bay is number one Link Street in Camps Bay, Cape Town, and the show will play at well, not play, will be acted out at 8 p.m. every day. And on Saturdays, there will also be a show at 4 p.m. Tickets will cost between 162 rand and 380 rand. And here's a short description of the show. Fading Broadway producer Max Bialstock, played by Alan Comedy, is desperate to get on top of his profession again. He finds an unlikely ally in the mousy accountant Leo Bloom, played by Richard White, who predicts that one could make far more money with a flop of a show than with a hit. Together, the two set out to produce the worst musical to hit Broadway ever. Unfortunately for them, their show is a huge hit. Oh no! <laughs> really, really reminds me of the show. If you, I heard a quote the other day. If you plan to fail and you succeed, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. Yeah. Really makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> so then the next event, which is also happening on the 18th of February... It's going to be a part of the Cape Town Silent Festival 2020. It's happening on 44 and Long, and they present Drummies, an award-winning documentary following the filmmakers Taryn Ashley Kalish and Lillianne Laborde. 
Ed isn't. Oh, good. We love all these international surnames. <laughs> As they spend the month with the young drummies majorettes of the Dr. Funda Ross Primary School in Cape Town, in the Cape Town suburb of Boha. Drummies is a documentary about pupils and their mentors and their families. It explores their passions for the sport and their hope to escape the misery of their daily township realities. Oof. The documentary has already won four awards at the Hollywood New Directors Awards for 2019. And the documentary will be streamed from 8 p.m. on 44 on Long Street. And admission will be 150 rand. Then the last but not the least event... There's an ongoing art exhibit that has actually been going on for some time now. It's being run by the Nigerian mixed art media artist, Dennis Oshad. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, I am a disgrace to my people. Welcome to 180 Degrees, where we try to pronounce difficult surnames. And we don't succeed. We really... Well, we tried, and that's what's, that's what's important. His, um... His work will be presented by the Christopher Muller Gallery. The I like history, but I love fiction. It features a blend of digital processes. And yeah, if you'd like to attend, the address is 7 Cliffneck Road in Gardens in Cape Town. And it runs from Tuesday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And from Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Entry is free. And now that is it. Let's just get on to the groovy movie. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. Hi, yes, guys. Welcome back to the groovy movie section of the show. Now, I know I say this every week, but you never know who's listening. So if you have no idea how this segment of the show works, I'm just going to explain it to you briefly and very briefly, I mean. (laughs) So I'm going to play a clip from a movie or a TV show that you probably watched when you were a little young. I really hope you watch this one. You've probably established that I love this movie because I've used several of its songs. And it just really fits in with the theme of tonight, which is... (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But, you know, if you have any idea what it is, please WhatsApp 081-7916-57. We'd love to hear if you know what this is. And we really do hope that you know what this is. Meryl Streep. Yes. And, you know, that doesn't even spoil it because she is so accomplished. She's done so many movies. So here it is. Remember to WhatsApp 081-7916-57 if you have any idea what it is. I work all night, I work all day to pay the bills I have to pay. Pain is sad. And still there never seems to be a single penny left for me. Don't sit down there. That's too bad. It's broken. In my dreams, I have a plan. If I got me a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work at all. I'd fool around and have a ball. Remember, guys, if you have any idea what this is, WhatsApp 081 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. When you hear the words medical aid, you're not exactly sitting on the edge of your seat, are you? 
Well, we're making it our mission to change that. When you hear CompCare, we want you to picture yourself living your most exhilarating and adventure-seeking life and get pumped about it. And when we say adventure-seeking, we don't only mean trying to track down the highest bridge to bungee jump off. Bungee! Or climbing Mount Everest. Freezing. If adventure to you means trying out the new Zumba class at the local gym, we want to dance with you. CompCare Medical Scheme is adventure, however you choose to define it. SMS CompCare to 45738 today to get a quote on medical aid for the adventurous. Choose adventure. Choose CompCare. SMS CompCare to 45738 because wellness is our name and adventure is our game. There is so much more for you to enjoy and explore on TBN in Africa. We bring you up-to-date and uplifting Christian programming and entertainment, and we will continue to do so in our quest to bring you credible and authentic programming designed for you and your family. At TBN in Africa, you can explore a wealth of content right from your home and enjoy access to many resources to help you shape your Christian journey. Join your TBN family on DSTV channel 343 and experience authentic Christian television like never before. To find out more, go to tbninafrica.org. TBN in Africa, for you, for life. Visit our website now, www.imymovement.co.za. So this movie is reminiscent of my childhood. Ooh. So we had a school play and we sang this song in it. So I can't actually remember what the play was about. I know it was like animals <laughs> trying to break out. But in any case, I was one of the thieves. Yes. We were a band of four thieves who were money-hungry little folk. So imagine grade two Luane. Oh, that's so adorable. Singing money, money, money. Yes. And I had like a little water pistol that I shot the, <laughs> the audience The innocent with. people <laughs> I told Aww. my parents, like, you better sit in the front row because have I got an interactive show for Aww. you. This is going to be Isla for days. Right? <laughs> when she's in primary school. <laughs> she can't wait. No, like, that kid likes hitting stuff, so. Oh, I wondered where she got it, but it's making sense now. <laughs> the more I'm talking in, about my childhood. <laughs> Aww, oh, so bad. thank you so much for all your messages. I feel like we've got to give the people the correct answer so we they know. We really do. So if you guys have, you know what? I'm just going to give it to you. I feel like I can't hold you in suspense because you know it. We got so many different answers, but the answer is money, money, money from the movie, the musical, the first one, Mamma Mia. By the iconic, I don't know, did Meryl Streep sing this? She did. Aha. She really did. But also again, Abba. You can't yes. not sing along to Abba, right? Very true. They're just uh, so, their songs are too catchy. This too is Too catchy. True. This is true. Yeah. Now I've got Abba song stuck in my head. So with that, <laughs> let us get into our finance talk. So, all right. Tonight we'll be talking about how to set savings goals. So this was actually inspired by my little sister who may very well be listening at the moment. But last year she's like, listen, at the end of the year, I want to go for diving lessons because I want to learn how to dive. And obviously that costs the money. <laughs> the money? Yes. <laughs> yes. And she's a student. So... 
you know, how to get the money when being the student. So she had to set up this whole savings plan during the year, and she actually did manage to achieve that, and she did go for her diving lessons. And, um, you know, maybe someday we'll ask her to come tell us about that traumatic event. (laughs) There are a few funny stories that came (laughs) from, uh, from that trial. So I was thinking, listen, we're in February. Maybe you've already started dreaming about things that you'd like to go do, but you're thinking to yourself, how on earth am I ever going to afford this? Like, how am I supposed to be doing these things? So... I asked my merry friend, who is a financial advisor, to tell us, listen, from your perspective, you are learned and informed. Yes. She's qualified. She's very (laughs) qualified. How do we set these savings goals? So, if this is you, have you ever struggled to make ends meet at the end of the month? Yes, ma'am. Have you ever spent money, in air quotes, accidentally on impulse buys? Yes, I'm guilty. Have you ever spent money on iced coffee while out and about and snacks? This is me last week. (laughs) (laughs) When you had perfectly good food in the fridge. (laughs) Yes. I'm guilty. So how do we set savings goals? So she was very nice, actually. She added a few Bible verses in as well that can help you to stay motivated and stay informed. So the first one is to set priorities. So from Proverbs 24 Verse 27, put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. So in modern terms, this proverb means that you need to set priorities with your money. Make sure you save enough to cover the essentials. So the things that you need to keep yourselves alive and to be able to get to work or to school and whatever you need to do during the day. Before spending money on comforting things on Mm. leisure items yes in other words set aside money to pay all the bills before you spend any on new clothes or iced coffee i know who i'm speaking to (laughs) myself i'm guilty too so what so bruce and i've tried this right so we're like what do we spend money on Mm. food etc and whatever but there are always these little hidden things like if you pay for your own insurance yes if you accidentally have to not accidentally but like there's an unexpected amount of petrol you got to put in because you took an extra drive around the block like three times you know you should know Zoe. you'll be driving any day soon yes my driving test is about a month from now oh really yeah it's on the 9th of march Ooh. yes i'm really excited pray for me guys i'm nervous <laughs> Ooh, so obviously you know you're investing in that as well prioritizing yes. your riding yeah. around i actually had to save up because I paid for my own driving lessons. My really? parents wanted me to be, you know, do the independent things. So I had like a, I had like a, a savings pocket. Yeah. So I had to use that to save up. And it was really hard. I'm not going to lie. I Is dipped on, in, it, it took, yeah? <laughs> took me slightly longer than it should have to save up for it. Because yeah. I kept, I was very indisciplined. So I kept, you know, yeah. oh, going into it and this- taking money. And I shouldn't have done that. It is exactly me. So I do this with cash. Mm. If there is cash in my wallet, I will spend it on frivolous things because I'll be walking around and like, I'm a little bit snacky. (laughs) And there is a place that sells snacky things. I'm going to, I've got 20 bucks. I'm going to go spend it. Yeah. That's just a small snack. Burning a hole in your pocket. It literally (laughs) does. I'm like, my leg starts to itch. I'm like, oh, yes. Snacky time. Treat yourself. Yes. I feel like we use this a lot. Maybe this is what we could call this segment. Treat Treat yourself. yourself. Oh, my goodness. Yes. (laughs) We, yes. You heard it here first, the 180 degrees. We've just named this new segment. Treat Treat yourself. yourself.
to some financial savvy. Yes! <laughs> we need to just change the game for these guys. Okay, so you need to set your priorities straight. Yeah. So, listen, make sure that you have enough food and clothes. And, you know, if your clothes have all got holes in them, that's a priority, okay? Although, my friend once told me that, how do you know? How can you spot a rich person? Mm. It's not the person wearing the most expensive clothes. It's the person wearing socks that have holes in them. Because mm. rich people... Don't go spending all their money. They save it up. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. So don't buy new socks. Just keep wearing your holy ones. <laughs> Until that, you know, just a big hole. And you literally can't <laughs> wear it anymore. It's an ankle bracelet. So number two is make a budget. So you either got to write this down or type it out. Mm. I need to write it down because a typed one, I'm like, mm. You disrespect the type. I really do. I could just like, I could just erase you. Like Yes. But a written one. I have to physically destroy it to get rid of it. And that feels very aggressive. (laughs) Like, I don't feel that aggressive and (laughs) not that much animosity towards my financial stuff, you know. But I I could just, like, control, delete, Mm. done. Yeah. Forget to save the new (laughs) additions made to the budget. Like, oh, something's corrupted the file. Like, oh, no, guess I I can't have the guide this month. What am I going to do? I have to spend for my feelings. (laughs) Just feel like this is necessary. I've done that. I've been... Really? Is that something you've told yourself? Yes. Wow. I have been trying for some time now to draw out a budget. And it it worked initially. I think I spoke about this the very first time we did something like this. And it worked then and it worked for some time, but it's not working anymore. And I'm really trying to, which is why I'm so happy that we're doing this. We're doing Treat treat Yourself to some savvy facts Mm. because maybe it'll help me. Yeah, I need this. Keep you on the straight and narrow because yes. I'm sorry, but listening to you saying, yeah, go and spend according to your feelings. Like that's, <laughs> wow. I'm not a financial advisor, but I can tell you that that is bad advice. So come to 180 yeah. degrees. We'll tell you what not to do. So yes, go write it out because then you can see it and please do keep track of it. Like mm. just find something that works for you. There's an app called 227. 227. Yeah, it's 22 slash 7. And it connects to your bank accounts and like you can sort of check out what you're doing and you can set savings goals on there actually too. So that's Mm. a fun app to have. Number three is to build an emergency fund. Now, I have mixed feelings about this one. Really? Why? A personal emergency fund, I think, is a fantastic thing to have because you never know what's going to happen. Like there as an adult, right? For all you people who are budding grown-ups, there's always something that just happens like your tire bursts or... Um, something in your house suddenly breaks that mm. needs fixing, or your last pair of shoes have just ruined themselves. Like Happened there goes to me your yesterday. Soul. Really? Literally yesterday, I was walking, and then all of a sudden, my heel broke. Oh, now I got to go man. fix it. Yeah. And I had started a budget, and I have to accommodate that. You see, you see. Yeah. I can't believe this is <laughs> this is like the most relevant show we've ever had. <laughs> Literally. Please send us in any fun budget stories that you've got. We can't just be sitting here laughing at Zoe all night. We need to laugh at you guys as well. It's fun to be laughed at, guys. Oh, goodness. So that's what you need an emergency fund for. If something goes wrong, I mean, horrible things can happen. Not so bad things can happen. But you've got to have it to make sure that, okay, that's there and we're going to do the thing. Yes. However, I know that there are some churches who have emergency funds. Hmm. And I have mixed feelings about that because... What constitutes an emergency here? And couldn't you be using that money to do good things for people who are experiencing real-life emergencies right now? Mm. Yeah. 
I see. see. Yeah. So this is just for personal stuff. So you see where I'm going. So just to give you the verse that my friend gave for this is Genesis 41 verses 34 to 36. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. So... Yeah, present-day financial experts tend to modify Joseph's advice a little bit. Instead of storing up cash for seven years, they say you should set aside roughly six months' worth of living expenses in an emergency fund. If you're self-employed, if you're yeah, if you're self-employed more, because <laughs> you know yeah. your income might just suddenly stop, or if you have a fluctuating income. So if you know it's not the same every month, you're like a real estate agent mm. or. I don't know. Who else is fluctuating? Graphic designers. People who work on commission. Yes. There we go. So if that's you. Um, And since you can't predict exactly when a financial crisis will hit the way that, you know, Joseph could, unless God comes and tells you, (laughs) worry, sister, that come. Uh, this money should be kept in cash or safe investments that should hold their value. So your money is there to draw on whenever you happen to need it. Mm. So please don't go putting it underneath a mattress. Oh, no, no, no. But find a safe place to keep it yes. or keep it in an account where it will keep its value. You know, it won't yeah. suddenly, if the market crashes, then there goes your money as well. There are actually some of those that, that could happen. They're really yeah. risky investments. Yeah. The safe, yeah. My dad is a financial advisor and he says the safest way to store your money mm. is in a bank, like a 32-day notice account. Yes. Where you can't just take the money out. You have to ask yourself. Mm. You have to apply to have it out. Mm-hmm. And if you do take it out before the 32 days... You pay a penalty. Yes. Yeah. So that's a, the safest way. Safer than your mattress, please. Yes. Open a 32-day notice account. And anyone can do yeah. that. You just need an ID. Yeah, literally. And that's it. Or not even. Well, yeah, an ID. When you said ID, I thought like an ID. But any sort of identification, a passport, yeah. anything. Proof of existence. <laughs> and not just you. Like <laughs> document proof of existence. <laughs> not your nicest selfie. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to try and do that to the bank one day. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting side railed. Number four, avoid debt. And <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. that's easy. Let me just avoid debt at yeah. all costs, says the so student. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Proverbs 22 verse 7. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. This proverb takes no skill to interpret. It really doesn't. This pro- uh, It describes debt as a kind of slavery and modern people appear to agree. Mm-hmm. Debt takes a toll on those who carry it both mentally and physically. A 2014 article in Health reports that high levels of debt are associated with anxiety, depression and relationship problems. Debt can also be linked to high blood pressure, lowered immunity and a host of physical symptoms including headaches back pain and ulcers oh wow so this tip is not just for you to stay solvent but just for mm. you to stay healthy yes the health tip happy. came early tonight yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness so don't go eating so many chocolates yes that you go into debt because it'll just cause this negative cycle that you need to keep eating chocolates to keep yourself happy because you're anxious because you're in debt because you keep eating chocolates Oh, wow. And that's me describing things in very simple terms. Right here. Zoe, do you want to take up number five? Yes. Diversify your investments. Ecclesiastics 11 verses 2 says, invest in seven ventures. Yes, in eight. You do not know what disaster may come upon the land. This line from Ecclesiastics, I am... Ecclesiastics. Ecclesiastics. Ek kan nie praat vandag nie. Ek weet nie wat... 
but office actually. I mean, last week it was because you had two cups of coffee. What is it today? I can Ian cup fender. Ian so, coffee coffee. Yeah, my body is just like give us the second one. I actually <laughs> literally felt like drinking another cup, but I was like, no. Discipline. I will discipline you. Yes. There we go. Discipline. We just got to get our finances disciplined now. We're on yes. the way. We're on the way. Yes. So this line is a short, clear explanation of why it makes sense to diversify your investments. Nearly any type of investment can fall victim to an evil of some sort, whether it's a plague of locusts that wipes out a grain crop or a market crash that reduces the value of stocks or real estate. So it makes sense to put money in many different types of investments so that a single disaster can't cost you everything you have. Oh, so it's like putting your eggs in multiple baskets. Yes, that's pretty much it. I mean, do you remember Bitcoin? Yes. There were some people who just like bought all the Bitcoin and they're like, woohoo, it's growing lots of money and actually did make a lot of money. And then I think it crashed, right? It went down and now it's worth nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very Great Depression vibes. Mm-hmm. So, for sure, diversify. Put it in all. Put put your eggs in all sorts of little baskets. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> your eggs being your money, people. Yes. Baskets no, being sorry. Baskets <laughs> being investments, not actual baskets. Take that money to a bank. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know. Like this might sound like a jokey kind of show to you, but I know people who would go do this. Like and put money in. I funky used to places. do that. <laughs> Person. Yes, and oh, you know the goodness. worst part about that was like because it wasn't in like a bank. I eventually yeah. I started doing that because I wanted to save up to have the minimum amount to put it into a thirty-two day notice. So mm-hmm. I kept going back into that yes. to take money out, which is why that's also dangerous. Not only could someone potentially steal it, a natural disaster could take all the money, mm-hmm. but also you don't have you can easily access the money. Yeah, and that yeah. temptation, temptation is, is real. Stoof. Oh my goodness. I feel like we should take a quick break and head on over to our Bible quiz. If you are tuning in right now, we're talking about a few financial tips to get you to make good savings goals and to make sure that you can save up for whatever fun things you want to be doing later in the year, whether that be going for an overseas trip, buying that special something to treat yourself, or, I don't know, paying off some debt that you've accumulated because you're a student and that's Mm. just something that we students like to do, (laughs) accumulate debt. So let's go on to the Bible quiz. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Mystery Bible Quiz. Right here. So if you're just tuning in, welcome to 180 Degrees. And we are doing all sorts of fun things tonight. But right now we have got the Bible quiz, which is where we ask you some sort of fun question that's got to do with the Bible. And you go and Google it. You go and page through your Bible and you send us the answer or your best guess to 0817291657. So tonight's big old theme is finances and i know that's a scary thing to talk about it's a scary thing to think about because zoe and i were actually just talking about this during the break like no one talks to us about this no one helps us learn how to budget or why it's important to budget or why it's important to have control over your money yes because did you know that if you don't have control over your money it has control over you yes whether you realize it or not yeah my mom says something like that all the time like if you don't respect money it just Mm. 
you won't have a good relationship with money. You can't mm. expect to have this great life, this financially stable life if you don't respect money. Yes. Because it's powerful. I mean, and we're not saying like, hey, money is the be all and end all. Yeah. And you, you know, God obviously is massive and is huge and is so far yeah. beyond money. But money is a means that we can use here on earth yes. to live good lives, to do good things for other people and to live godly lives yes. i should say so yeah that's why we're talking about this tonight because mm-hmm. yeah i think a lot of people shame you about it as well like if you talk yeah. about money they'll tell you oh that's not a godly conversation mm. it is a godly conversation it is yes it really is so obviously tonight's bible quiz question is <laughs> money themed as well so get your pens out get your google searches out get your bibles out Get your wallets out. (laughs) Tonight's question is, what does Proverbs 13 verse 11 say will happen to the money of someone who gathers money little by little? So not all at once, not, you know, overnight, but little by little. What does Proverbs 13 verse 11 say? It's very specific. So I'm going to give you a little bit of time for that. While we are doing that, Zoe, shall we get back into talking about what other fun things that we got? Oh, I should also say, please send your answers to 0817291657. That is 0817291657, Proverbs 13, verse 11. Yes. We look forward to hearing from you. So we're going to get back into our little budget, yes? Yes, indeed. So very appropriate. (laughs) So last we were talking about diversifying your investments, i.e. saying don't just go putting all your money into one thing, put it into a few things and see how well they do. That's how you get to know the market as well. Trial and error. And I know it's a bit scary putting your money where your mouth is, but, you know, it's something that you've got to do. So reduce reduce your risk as you age. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 13 to 14 says, I have seen a grievous evil under the sun, wealth hoarded to the harm of its owners, or wealth lost through some misfortune, so that when they have children, there's nothing left for them to inherit. Because people are living longer today, they're also spending more years in retirement. So, you know, good health care, that's what that leads to. Uh, today, 65-year-old retirees could easily need their retirement savings to last them 20 years or longer. And I didn't ha- used to be that way. So if you Speculate with your income when you're in your 60s. It's not just your kid's inheritance you're putting at risk. It's the money you need to live on for the next 10, 20 or 30 years. Wow. Can you imagine living to 95? Wow. Wow. That's you just become the old wise lady there at you that go. point. So if you start working, like let's say you start working when you're 19, you don't go to university, you're just no. like, I'm getting into the workforce. So, or 20. So then you work until you're 65, that's 45 years that you've mm. worked. Then all the money that you have saved over those 45 years has to last you another 30. Wow. And inflation and that's kind of. It's terrifying. Yeah, right? it is. Like that's, so that's why you've got to be doing your pension savings. But let's see here what they say. If you lose a big chunk of your nest egg, you could end up having to put off your retirement because you don't have enough savings to support yourself. So this is going back to the emergency fund, right? Yeah. If something terrible happens and you don't have an emergency fund and you have to dip into your retirement fund, you're cutting short the amount of money that you'll have for those 30 years. Ooh. 
Yes, and so the dominoes start to fall. If you want to be sure you have enough to retire on, and ideally something to leave your kids when you're gone, because, you know, hopefully you love your kids. <laughs> you're like, here, have a present. Yeah. You need to reduce your investment risk as you age. As you approach retirement age, you should gradually move your money out of high-risk investments, such as stocks, and into lower-risk investments like bonds and annuities that can give you a modest, steady income. So before when we're talking about, excuse me, diversifying your investments, you've got to do there's low risk and high risk. And I'm sure there's medium risk as well, (laughs) because, you know, we all like the the medium stuff. So you've got to have it in all three of those things. But as you age, you start moving them out of the higher risk because high risks means it's high risk. You could lose a lot of your money or you could get a lot of money. So, you know, high stakes. Start moving it out and putting it back into the lower risk because you don't need to make fast money anymore. You've invested over the years. Yeah. So you don't need to play around with it. You can still leave some of your money in the stock market. In fact, you probably need to in order to earn enough to support yourself through decades of retirement. That sounds so scary. Decades of retirement. However, at least a good chunk of your nest egg needs to stay protected from market risk. So you always have something to draw on for your income. Yeah. I feel like it's just dawned on me why it's important to talk about finances. Yeah. It's, I didn't even, it doesn't even occur to you. Like, I know. Like, it's not, it's not just to stay safe right now. And yes. It's not just to make sure that you've got enough to eat and a roof over your head and can take care of your family. It's so that you can actually survive when you're no longer working. Mm, you have to think about your future. Literally, it, whew, it didn't even, like, it must be so stressful. Yeah, I I can think of I only feel for the people who did not know this in their youth and mm. now they they can't retire now because yeah. they didn't put those things, mm-hmm. the necessary things in place, or maybe they did and they ran out. And I mean, then you also become a burden to your family, right? Yes. Because suddenly Opa can't afford his retirement home. He can't afford food or medication. And obviously, as we get older, we need more medication. Yes. And then he starts taking your money. And yeah, the repercussions. So please, guys. Yes. Pay attention. We're trying to save lives here. We really are. It's very important that you guys just take control of your finances. Mm. There's not, There's nothing wrong with doing that. In fact, it'll help you in the future. It's just like my, I've said this before. My dad is a financial advisor and in working with him, I've just, my eyes have been open to many new things Mm. about like how important it is to have money, how important it is to have insurance and policies just because it may not seem important now. Like my dad Mm. always says life insurance is the most used or insurance in general is the most useless thing to have until you need it. Yes. Then it's too expensive but if you have all these policies that are building Mm. up then like even if what happens doesn't happen yeah would it not be better to have that peace of mind that if it should it happen you have the means to Mm. you know look after yourself i mean i have a real life story for this so my own grandfather Mm. um smoked from the age of 14 up until the day that he died of emphysema and he actually didn't believe in health insurance so mm. he didn't have medical aid at all because he's like, God will care for him. God will provide. And the way that God provided for him was through my mother <laughs> who had to had to come and nurse him while she was working a full-time job and receiving chemotherapy. Mm. Right? So that's how that's what happened. Like it, he, Yeah, it mm. was a really trying time in our family and because he had decided, but 
that you know God will take care of him. And God provided him with a wonderful daughter who had the skills and the knowledge and the dedication and the love for her father to do this. Yes. But it wasn't necessarily a good time for the family. Mm. And yeah, so that's honestly, we're not trying to scare you. Let's get on to a different one, which is our last step. And that's making a financial plan. And there are three fun steps to this. First of all, the verse, Proverbs 21 verse 5, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. This final rule from Proverbs more or less sums up all the others. Budgeting, planning for retirement, saving for emergencies, they're all different ways of being diligent by planning ahead. Making a financial plan is a three-step process. Get out your pens and your papers. You want to write this one down. Number one, identify your goals. It's much easier to convince yourself to save and invest when you have a clear sense of what you're saving for. Depending on where you are in life, your financial goals could include paying off student loans, buying your first home, financing your kids' college education, or investing in retirement. Write down your personal goals and go back to them from time to time to see if they've changed. I want to add to this. You can go make a mood board or a ooh, Pinterest board. Ooh. Like if you have a house in mind, you're like, this is my dream house. This is the life I want to lead. Or um, I want to have kids and I want to send them to university. You know, this. You can go and make pictures of it so that you can stay inspired and remember this is what I'm working towards. Yes. If you're someone who struggles to visualize, make something visual. Yes. Yes. Manifested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, there we go. Number two, evaluate your situation. Yes, the one that you're in right now. Next, to figure out what your current financial situation is. This is a step you can take on your own or with help from an accountant or financial advisor. They're all, most of them are really nice. Some of them are a little bit stricter, but, you know, yeah. that's fine. Determine your current net worth, which means, you know, how much money you actually have after you've paid all your bills, your spending, and what kind of return you're currently getting on your investments. This is the scariest part for me because there comes a time during the month where I'm scared to go look at my bank balance because mm. I don't know what I'm going to find <laughs> because I don't pay attention because I'm an impulse buyer. <laughs> so, yes, you've got to do this. You've got to go face your fears and make good responsible decisions and then number three list steps to take now that you know where you are and where you want to go all you have to do is figure out which steps you need to get from point a to point b for instance suppose your goal is to buy a house in five years and you think you need five hundred and fifty thousand rand for a down payment whoa houses are expensive if you already have a hundred and fifty thousand rand saved up well done then you know you need to save another four hundred thousand over the next five years an average of eighty thousand rand per year Whoa. If you're currently saving only 50,000 rand a year, well done. <laughs> then you need to either make more money, spend less, or earn more on your investments, or all three, to hit your goal within five years. Alternatively, you could revise your goal, planning to buy a cheaper starter home that requires a smaller down payment of only 400,000, a goal you can meet without making any changes. Without a financial plan, it's easy to drift through life, earning and spending money with no real thought for the future. True. Writing out a financial plan and checking it every few months, for me it's every few weeks, to see whether you're on track, help ensure that you know what you want out of life and are on a path to get it. Wow. 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 <laughs> that really was very like wow can't wait to be at a point where i'm saving like fifty thousand a year but okay so you can already do now what's something that you want to save for zoe like let's get practical well i don't know i was thinking about saving for a car but i don't think i don't think i can do that why not i think i should uh, i don't know wait until i'm like a fully fledged lawyer and then 
start saving then. That's an interesting way to do it. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, probably should wait. But then perhaps I can save for something else. There's nothing really that I want now that I think about it. I'm trying to think like we're just trying to pay off our house that we've bought. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe when when I start thinking about, you know, buying a house and eventually leaving my mother's house, I, mm. <laughs> I can start saving towards that. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so if you guys have got any questions, please send them along. We won't answer them, but our fun and smart financial advisors will. Like, yes. We, we're not giving the advice here. Informed mm. people who know how to work with their money is. Please send us questions to 0817291657. Now, before we forget, we asked you a question about yes, the Bible. And did. it was, what does Proverbs 13 verse 11 say will happen to the money of someone who gathers it little by little? Now I'm going to read that verse to you and it says, Dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Wow. Yes. That's actually very true. Yes. Especially when you trick, like, it doesn't always look like that, but one day mm-hmm. you look back at it all and you're like, yes. wow, where did this come from? This is what the savings are all about, right? Yeah. Making it grow little by little. You don't have to make big bucks overnight, but yeah, look yeah. back on your life and like, oh, look, I saved. I did the thing. Yeah. How awesome is it when you achieve your goals and you can tick things off a list and you're just like, yes, I did it. It truly is a satisfying experience. <laughs> Zoe, what have we got upcoming next? I think we have the song Almost Home by Mercy Me. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. Health Tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. So here we are again at Happy Health Tips. And you know what I love about this segment? What? Is at some point I ran out of health tips that I just already do. And now I'm learning new things right along with you guys. Growing with 180 degrees. There you go. So the big thing for me at the moment is gut health. Because I recently realized that most of your serotonin that your body produces, the happy hormone, you know, the one that makes you feel nice, comes from your gut, not your brain. Really? Yes. Wow, I, I didn't know. Right? So you know those gut feelings you get, those feelings of butterflies? Yeah. That's a real thing. Like, it's in your gut. So what happens is if your gut is not healthy, then your whole body is kind of out of whack. Hmm. Like, you get, like, brain fog, you get fatigue, anxiety. Some people have even linked depression to your gut health. Really? Yes, there are new studies slowly coming out about that. So it's very, very interesting. Does this tie into how you leading like a healthy diet helps you be happier because you're feeding your gut? Exactly. And then, oh my gosh, it makes sense now. Doesn't it? So oh what goes on in your gut is there are little hojas, there are bugs, there are little, it's, they call it the microbiome. So there are little biotics, right, going on in your body that do wonderful things. They stimulate the happy hormone growing. They make sure that all the different things happen. And the more diverse that microbiome is, the more kinds of little bugs that you have, the more good things they can do in your body. But obviously, if you've got more bad ones than good, it's not going to work out so well. And if you kill the good ones by taking something like, for example, antibiotics, which we need sometimes, but that's why they tell you have some yogurt with it <laughs> to keep your poor, your poor microbiome going. Yeah, these are the things. So the have you ever heard of probiotics? Yes. So that is stuff like yogurt and whatever that, that just keeps it alive and puts the good 
bugs back inside your gut yeah. to do the good things. Yes. You can get them in tablet form as well. But to make sure that these bugs stay fine, you need prebiotics. Oh. They feed the bugs. Oh, so the not, bugs that are going to be put there? Yes. So it's like creating food for them to have before Ex- they get there. Exactly. Or the ones that are already there to make oh, sure yes. they keep going. So what happens is these types of food aren't actually 100% digestible. So they move down your gut and then they get to your colon. And that is where the magic starts to happen. Like they sort of start... They use the word fermenting, and I don't like mm. that word when it comes to talking about the colon. But yeah, <laughs> that's the word they used, and it just feeds them and makes sure that they stay good. So, how can you get some of these delicious prebiotics? So, uh, you can eat asparagus, bananas, ooh, ooh. burdock root. I don't know what that is. Chicory root. I also oh. don't know what that is, but I know they make coffee from it. Chinese chives, dandelion greens, because you can eat dandelions. Jerusalem artichokes, honey onions apples and you need about five grams of that a day to make sure that your gut health is that's not even a lot that's not a lot at all yeah Yeah. so what happens is when you do have these things you have improved digestion improved nutrient absorption because your nutrients are absorbed through your gut so yeah increased good gut bacteria strengthens immune system lowers stress better controlled weight and appetite due to healthy gut hormonal changes improved insulin sensitivity increased satiety so you feel fuller improved body weight management yeah, yeah. so it's an overall good thing you got to do you just got to have five grams of it in a day yeah. that'll help feed your bugs literally feed that's- your little bugs if you don't want to change your diet, you don't have to change it too much. Just five grams. Exactly. And the one that stood out for me is the increased nutrient absorption. Absorption, Because imagine you're eating all these healthy things, yeah. but your body can't take it in because your gut's unhealthy. So you're eating mm. all the broccoli for no good reason. <laughs> Just suffering for nothing. Exactly. So that is it from 180 Degrees. We have had a fantastic show with you guys tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. We want to know more. Do you like the finance talk? Are we going to make this a regular thing? I kind of want to. I think we should. I think it's very important and relevant. And you guys need to hear this. We need to hear this. We need to talk about this. This conversation needs to be had. There we go. So for now and until next week, we're back at the same time in the same place. This is 180 Degrees. Signing out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.